This podcast was sponsored by Juju, Australia's favorite retailer for premium adult products. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We at the Nasty Woman Club pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. We acknowledge that we are on the stolen lands of the Yaraga and Turbul people, whose sovereignty was never ceded. Just thought I would give you a heads up. Today's episode does discuss sexual assault. If any of these discussions are triggering, please contact 1-800-RESPECT. That's 1-800-RESPECT. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club podcast. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and today is Rant Tuesday. Not Monday, Rant Tuesday. Now, yes, I know in the past, normally I do my Rant Mondays, but due to some personal circumstances, I've decided to switch things up a bit. So my Rant Mondays are now Rant Tuesdays, and my Let's Chat series is now going to be coming out every Friday. So yeah, this is just going to be a so much more breezier, easier routine schedule on my behalf, which means I will hopefully be able to create some more better content for you all. Anyway, so today's episode, in case you haven't already realized when you read the title, is about the toxicity of NRL. Now, before anyone comes at me, yes, I know, NRL isn't the only toxic league out there. Yes, I know there are some toxic players in AFL and other sports, but today we're just focusing on NRL, okay? Don't come at me, don't come all cranky and say I'm just targeting them, okay? I know the other sports have their problems. But due to the recent stories that have come out in the past week about some NRL players, I've decided to just dedicate this episode to the NRL. Okay, so thought I'd make that clear. But anyway, yes, so today's episode is dedicated to how so many NRL players can get away with abusing and sexually assaulting women and how it's become this toxic system that has been going on for decades where players are seen as these legends these stars these icons these heroes and because they have so much power and so much fame they feel like that they can get away with literally anything including assault so during today's episode of rant tuesday i'm going to be looking at three key points and hopefully i'll be able to answer them so I'm going to be looking at what would you do if one of your good mates was acu- was accused of rape? Why is it the mainstream media continues to call people like Jared Haynes an NRL star, a superstar, a legend, an NRL hero? And also, most importantly, 
do NRL players need minders or even security simply so they don't rape women? These are the questions we're going to rant about on today's episode of Rant Tuesday. Okay, so I think it's best that I try to, as quickly as possible, not go too deep. I do a bit of a summary of what's been happening this past week in regards to NRL and what the media likes to call it, scandals. It's not, it's not scandals, it's assault charges, but whatever. But anyway, there have been two NRL players that have been in and out of court this past week. So I'm sure most of you have heard about the NRL player, Jared Hayne, who has been imprisoned for five years and nine months after sexually assaulting a woman in her Newcastle home in 2018. So he must serve a minimum of three years and eight months behind bars. Now, that's not the full story of what has happened in of what has happened with his case because when his victim left the courthouse last week, she was screamed at by Jared Haynes's fans and even spat on. That's fucked up. Not only has she have not only did she have to endure the sexual assault itself by that disgusting man, she has also endured the years of being in and out of court, the years of being picked apart by the media and by Jared Haynes's lawyers. And then to think at the end, the little bit of justice finally being served, the court system for once doing something fucking right. And then at the fucking end, she gets harassed and spat on. How fucking disgusting can people fucking be? It's just so messed up. And when I say that the whole process of being in and out in court is can actually be tr- as traumatizing as the assault itself, let me just paint you a very basic picture. So after Jared Hayne assaulted this woman, there were blood on her sheets. And his lawyer claimed that the only reason that she has accused, the only reason she accused Jared Hayne of sexual assault was because there was blood on the sheets. According to the Guardian, he said, if there had been no blood, it was unlikely any complaint of sexual assault would have been made. Yep, someone that went and got a law degree thinks that apparently sexual assault can only be a thing if there's blood afterwards. What? (laughs) What? And then also apparently then this lawyer during the trials, during being in and out of fucking court for several years, his whole claim was that Jared was just guilty of bad sex. Not rape, just bad sex. (sighs) Again, what the fuck? No, bad sex is like when you have sex with a guy and he comes within two minutes and you have to just be like, all right, I'm just going to lay here then while you fix yourself up while I'm just here not having an orgasm. Or bad sex is when you're fucking and you break the bed. Or bad sex is like, I don't know, you shit yourself or you fart during sex. That's bad sex. Bad sex is not raping someone. That's rape. Bad sex is not rape. (laughs) It's just, what? This person has a law degree? and studied it, yet thinks that Jared Hayne was just guilty of bad sex? 
what? Oh my god. Anyway, so that's the whole Jared Haynes story. I'll get to, in a moment, the whole issue with other teammates and the media and their reception with the whole story, but I'll get to that later on. So another story that has happened this past week is about NRL player Jack DeBillion and his friend Callan Sinclair. Actually, I should pre- I should preface this. You've probably have noticed that when I've spoken about these NRL players, I don't refer to them as NRL stars. They're not stars, they're fucking players. And they've been accused or they have been charged with assault. So no, I'm not going to call them fucking stars, fucking legends, NRL superstar, NRL icon. No, they're just an NRL player accused or accused or charged of assault. That's it. Second thing as well, I'm not going to refer to what team they're from. That's my personal decision. Maybe some of you, some of you would disagree. The reason why I'm not mentioning the teams is because I don't care. I don't care if they're the best person on their team with the most number of kicks or goals or whatever i don't know i haven't watched nrl in a very long time i did as a kid but i haven't watched in a very long time i don't know how it goes but anyway look i don't give a fuck if they're a dragons man a bulldogs man a titans man a broncos man i don't care i really don't care and i don't think that should matter when they have been accused or charged of assault so that's just what i want that's what i wanted to preference here I'm not going to refer to them as stars and I'm not going to mention what team they're at, what team they're on or what, I don't know, position they play. I don't know. I don't know NRL, but anyway. Anyway, so back back to the second story that has happened this past week. So NRL player Jack DeBillon and his friend Callan Sinclair. So they were both accused of sexually assaulting a 19-year-old woman in her apartment in 2018. Now, they both pleaded not guilty to the five counts of aggravated sexual assault against her. However, after a a two-and-a-half-week-long trial, the jury have concluded that the pair are not guilty of sexual assault. (sighs) So, of course, like I said before, you can imagine this poor woman. Not only is the assault going to be traumatizing upon her, but also this trial as well. Like, she... Like, the trial had gone on for, like, almost three years. Like, that's just... And then to have the end result be, oh, they're not they're not going to get any punishment at all. Like, I can't imagine what that must be like. Like, I just... And the thing is, that's just the reality of so many survivors of sexual assault. Majority of the time of the people that do go through the process and do get to the end majority of time there's no justice at all like or what even is like a minuscule amount of justice and the thing is as well with jared like similar to jared hayne there was a lot of fucked up shit said during this trial over these past couple of years so the nrl player jack he apparently told one of his former teammates that he was not worried about getting the charge because He thought he was just going to get off it. Although what he was worried about, this is his quote, it's just that my image is being tarnished. Yet, (laughs) yet you cheated on your pregnant partner with this woman. That's okay. But, and this woman is accusing you of sexual assault. Like, 
if you first, firstly, if you're so worried about your fucking image, maybe don't cheat on your pregnant partner. That's probably tip one. And then second as well, if you're that worried about your tarnished image, maybe don't rape a woman as well. That's my best advice there. Fucking asshole. So yes, those are the two stories that have come out this past week that has caused so much conversation about the NRL and the role they play in essentially keeping their players from assaulting people which is fucked up that an employer has to actually fucking do that like imagine me applying for a job and the employer saying to me oh it's my job to make sure that you don't assault anyone like what (laughs) or like yeah imagine me going to a job and them saying like oh it's our job to make sure the employees don't insult one another like it's just (sighs) no words it's just common fucking sense and that then leads to like one of the questions that I want to really look at is the, the, the fact that we see these people as these legends, as these stars, as these icons. We just put them onto this pedestal and we somehow just seem to think that every action that they do, they can get away with it because they put them on a pedestal because they are these big icons, these big amazing people. Like, with all this coming out about Jared Hayne, so many mainstream media sites and newspapers and TV shows or whatever, they're calling him an NRL star. He's not a fucking star. He is a rapist. Stop referring to him as a fucking star. He is a rapist. I don't care if he's the best fucking player on the field. Okay? Stop referring to him as a star. It's just... Like, what the fuck? Like, you didn't have fucking, you know, Harvey Weinstein be called a star or an icon when he was charged with sexual assault. It's just, why do we put these people on such pedestals? I know, I know, obviously, like, I'm not as into sport as to other people. I get that. But, like, do we really have to put them on such a pedestal that they can get away with literal sexual abuse? Like, that's just not on. No one of any career or job or status should be able to get away with shit like that. Yet, our athletes, our NRL athletes can. And it's, it's, it's just, it's just fucking messed up. And I'm really, really getting sick and tired of seeing more stories like this. And it's just been the norm. It's just honestly just become the norm of just like, oh yeah, NRL players, or even like AFL players or footy guys, you know, they cause a bit of trouble. Just like, no, any other fucking job, you can't, like, you wouldn't have, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, what's the first thing I think of? A pharmacy. You wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, this person works at a pharmacy. Oh, yeah, they cause a bit of trouble because they work at a pharmacy. You know, that's just what you expect. You wouldn't have that. It's just, anyway, that's just don't understand why we treat these people like gods and let them get away with literally everything it's just it's just bullshit really is bullshit so the thing is as well like jack and jack DeBellin and i don't even know i'm pronouncing his name fucking right i don't really care i don't really care for him jack and jared here they're obviously not the only ones that have gotten away with shit that have been disgusting human beings 
There are also many other players as well. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't know if I said this earlier or not. I don't know if I've, re I've recorded this twice because I've kept blubbering. But um, I'm going to have to obviously say a lot, allegedly, and accused. Because the Australian media is so strict about defamation laws. Apparently it's the strictest in the world when people are accused or allegedly done something bad you're gonna have to say those words otherwise you know you can get you can get in a bit of a trouble but anyway here is just a list of other fucking nrl players that have gotten away with doing violent things just because they are these stars these legends these icons so and it, and this is just me doing like probably like an hour of research like if i did like dedicated a full day a full week God, this would be like a couple hours long of like all the players that have been accused or that have been charged for doing such violent acts because there's a fucking lot all right so and again if any of this is triggering because i'm going to be mentioning what these people have done been accused of been charged of please contact 1-800-RESPECT or maybe maybe skip this podcast episode okay so let the list begin so in 2018, we have Tyrone May, and he illegally filmed a woman he was having sex with without her consent. And those videos ended up on a porn site, one titled Boot the Slut. And last month, she went to court and said that she was going to be seeking damages from Tyrone May for psychological injury due to depression and anxiety being brought up because you know, she was being illegally filmed during sex and the videos were put up on fucking porn sites. So Tyrone pled guilty to four counts of intentionally recording an intimate image without consent. And you know what he got for it? You know what he got for it? He is now serving a three-year community corrections order. That's it. That's fucking it. Traumatized a woman. And that's all we fucking got. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not only that, the list goes on. 2020, we have NRL player Tristan Saylor charged with aggravated sexual assault in 2020. He was accused of raping and drugging a 24-year-old woman in her home last year. Yet, he was granted bail. Mm-hmm. And he was only granted on bail if he was to never contact the woman again and report to the police daily. Mm-hmm. Yep, this man still walks around all free and shit, even though he was accused of aggravated sexual assault last year. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Remember that if you ever think about whether there's a problem with NRL. Remember that. Tristan Saylor, still doing his thing. Mm hmm Back to 2018 again, we have Zane Musgrove. This, 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 this scared me because this is yet again another sign of domestic violence that is continually not being taken seriously. So in 2018, he ripped off the hinges of a gate because he refused to leave his girlfriend's home. And then when he was in court, his defense lawyer 
said that this conviction would affect would affect his career. <sighs> Seriously, like this man is showing clear signs of domestic violence. And I know people say like, oh, but he didn't hit her, he didn't abuse her. This is clear fucking signs. Domestic violence, women being killed by their partners doesn't just happen all of a sudden. There are many, many signs. And those women go to the police and report these signs, report these instances, and nothing is fucking done. And then whoop, a couple weeks later, a couple months later, that woman is dead and killed by her partner. We literally saw it last month. So... <laughs> It just infuriates me that this wasn't taken seriously, especially by his defense lawyer, just to say, oh, this conviction would affect his career as a professional football player. Who gives a fuck if they're a fucking football player? How, how? So luckily, luckily, the magistrate there, Magistrate Greenwood, said, why should a professional rugby league player get treated any different to a bus driver or anyone else in the community? So that was great. But then again, he's still, you know, all sweet, still walking amongst us, still like, you know, going all chivvy and jabby, all good. He was fined $1,100 and ordered to pay $500 to fix the gate. And faced charges of domestic violence related common assault, but they were withdrawn before the hearing could begin. So again, remember this name, same Musgrove. Mm-hmm. Still doing his thing, even though he literally was charged for domestic violence. <sighs> I'm sorry if this list is a lot for some of you. Researching this honestly was a lot. Like, like this one here, NRL player Dylan Walker. Last year, he tried to get into a random woman's car. He was out front of a pizza shop and he just randomly got into a woman's car. And then because he did that, um, two men, I think two men would try to like stop him or something. I'm not too sure on that part. But yes, then he assaulted two men. He was charged, but then he was let out on bail. Even though this wasn't the first time he showed any signs of violence, because the year before, in 2019, he was accused of assaulting his then fiance over an argument about the fucking PlayStation. Like, that's one of the things I get so frustrated about this fucking justice system is that, like, someone will show clear signs of continuous abuse, violence, and it's just like, meh, just gets ignored. Whereas if a woman accuses someone of sexual assault, they look at her past, and if she ever even seems like a bit of a slut, bit of someone that sleeps around, then apparently, you know, her statement isn't viable just such bullshit and I did also did some research on occurrences that happened between 2000 and 2010 and oh my god there was a lot but even just to name two because again I can't name them all because there's a lot and very overwhelming to research 2008 Greg Bird was sentenced to maximum of six months jail when he was found guilty of glassing his then girlfriend. However, he then had his conviction overturned as apparently he called it self-defense that he glassed his girlfriend. So then he was only in jail for a couple of months because yeah, apparently he wasn't attacking her, it was just self-defense. 
slossing her in the face. Mm-hmm. And then we have two, and then we have 2009, Brett Stewart, who was accused of sexually assaulting a then 17-year-old girl. And the year after, the jury found him not guilty. So, any NRL fans out there, maybe you remember these names. I'm not saying don't watch the sport or anything like that, but I think it's important that we remember the things done by these players because so often it's just brushed under the rug. So remember these names, okay? Greg Bird, Brett Stewart, Dylan Walker, Zane Musgrove, Tristan Saylor, Tyrone May, Jared Hayne, Jack DeBillon. Remember those players' names, okay? When I was doing my research, I didn't even know these names. And, like, I didn't know about the man that glassed his girlfriend. Or I didn't know about the man that ripped off a fucking gate of his girlfriend's property. Or the man that got into a random woman's car. Or the man that filmed a woman having sex with him without his without her consent and put up on porn sites. I didn't know their names. And, yes, I know I don't watch NRLs. So maybe that's why I don't know their names. But still, I should know their names. Everyone should know their names. People should know them for the things that they've done, not just as these sporting heroes that people just seem to keep fucking calling them. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break. And then after the break, we are going to look at what would you do if one of your good mates was accused of abusing a woman? And also, does that do NRL players need minders just so they don't abuse the women around them. I'll be back in a moment now on to today's sponsors. Did you know May is masturbation month? That's right. Thanks to 90s feminist hero, US Surgeon General Jocelyn Elders, May is the month we focus on reducing the stigma surrounding the discussion and practice of masturbation. To celebrate Masturbation May, I have partnered up with Australia's favourite retailer for premium adult products, Juju. They have an incredible range of sex toy brands, including the Womanizer, Lelo, Zalo, and many more that cater to all your needs. My favourite, of course, is the Satisfier collection, where they have the, no exaggeration, mind-blowing Satisfier Pro 2. So key things you need to know about this toy Firstly, the motor isn't loud, which of course is very important if you want to have, you know, a private session with, without disturbing the entire apartment building. It's also got 15 years of warranty. And best thing as well, it is waterproof. I highly recommend, by the way, using it in the shower or using a water-based lubricant, you know, just for that little extra kick. So Juju has been kind enough to not only sponsor today's episode, but they've also created a discount for all Nasty Woman Club listeners. Use the code NWC10 and get 10% off store-wide. Celebrate Masturbation May the Juju way. Now, back to today's episode. And we are back. Now, one of the key topics I wanted to discuss in today's conversation was in relation to what's been happening with Jared Hayne. Now, when Jared Hayne was finally sentenced last week, there was a very, very messed up reaction by the media and Jared's fans and also his teammates. 
And that's what I really want to discuss is not only the fact that there's this toxicity in the and in the NRL, but also the fact that even after this man has been convicted, even after you know when people like you know people always say like oh I don't believe the victim until there's justice served. I believe in the political. I believe in the justice system. Even when they even when that happens, they still don't believe the victim. Even when quote unquote the justice system knows everything, blah blah blah, this type of shit. So anyway, when Jared Hain was convicted, two of his former NRL teammates had some very interesting things to say on social media that has caused a lot of stir. So Tony Williams wrote on his Insta stories, to all Hainsey's family and friends, stay strong for him and let God do his thing. I love you all. God always prevails. Before I let this be, just want to congratulate the victim and the so-called justice system. You've sent an innocent brother to jail away from his kids, you bunch of flops. <sighs> but yeah. And then get um oh, I'm trying to get I'm trying not to get too angry or upset, but I will get to that in a second after I say the second one. His other former NRL teammate, uh, Chris Nan Inu, said, don't think justice was served to its proper intent. To the so-called victim, hope you actually get the help you need because the things that were said about my boy wasn't what he's about. Never has, never will. It's just so messed up, which really has me thinking, like after reading these statements said by these two former NRL teammates of Jared's, is this the reaction you're meant to have when one of your good mates is accused of rape? Like, are you meant to always stand by them whatsoever and write that? And to answer that, I have to say no. I'm gonna give an example. Say if one of my girlfriends was to do something stupid, like for example, I say to her again and again, don't, don't text your ex, don't text your ex, or don't sleep with your ex. If she then texts her ex or sleeps with her ex after I told her not to because I know she'll then be crying for a week after she then does the thing, I would be pissed off with her. I would like, you know, be the, be a good friend and tell her, why did you do that? You know, you're going to get upset about it. Like I'll tell her she made a mistake. And by doing that, then she'll realize she made a mistake. She may not listen at first, probably not. Like <laughs> my, my friends never do. And I'm the same, I never do until later on. I'm just like, I made a mistake. I should listen to you. But you know what I mean? Like with when you're friends with someone, you can disagree with them. You can tell them when they've done something wrong. That's with everyone. That's with your family. That's with your partner. Like with your friend, like your friends are the people are meant to be your people. You're meant to, if they fuck up, you're meant to tell them that they fucked up. You're not meant to just be their cheerleader and cheer them along with every single thing that they do because how the fuck are we meant to grow? Otherwise, we end up in these tiny little bubbles where we just have people kissing our asses. And I've seen this. I've seen these fucking groups of people. They just agree to everything that everyone says and they don't grow as people. They just stay the fucking same as they were in fucking high school. Not thinking of a certain group at all. <laughs> But see, that's the thing. Like, yeah, if your friend fucks up, you make sure you let them know that they fucked up because you want them to grow. So I don't understand then. If your friend, if your supposedly best mate fucking raped someone, 
you telling them that they fucked up because they raped someone doesn't make you a bad friend. If these guys are so concerned about being good friends, then they need to go to Jared Hayne and tell them, mate, you fucked up. Or mate, I don't want to be fucking friends with you anymore because you did that to someone. That is real messed up. Like, I think it's more toxic the fact that they have stayed friends. Not only that stayed friends, but like, saying all the shit about the victim. You have no idea about anything of what happened between that night of Jared and that woman. You have no idea. I don't care if he's the kindest, nicest person. I don't care if he's supportive of your family. I don't care if he's the greatest teammate, the greatest colleague. I don't care. You know nothing about him and what he did to that woman. All right? And you guys are all about, you know, oh, the justice system. We've got to let the justice system decide. Well, the justice system fucking decided. And yeah, he's a fucking rapist. So it's just disgusting that these people think that the best thing to do right now is to show their support of someone that is a convicted rapist. It's messed up. And it also what it shows as well, all their friends, all their family, it shows that they obviously, it's just, I just have no words. Like when I read these stories coming out, I was just like, you gotta be fucking joking. Like, it's just real, real fucked up how people really think that the best way to be a good friend to someone is to support them no matter what, even if it's rape. Like what if, okay, so what if Jared had parent, had murdered someone, had killed someone? Like would they still be writing that kind of stuff? Why is it that rape seems to be something that is not believable? Not believable because we don't see it. It's, I just hate this so fucking much. I hate it. I really, really hate it. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. And look, the last thing that I wanted to look at today was... Honestly, it's a really messed up topic because it just blows my mind that we might we have to have this fucking discussion. So as I was doing my research, I found this comment by former NRL player Andrew Johns. And, you know, he's already got controversies with that. I won't go into that because they already did with others. But this is what he had to say after a NRL player was filmed in a public toilet having sex and it being filmed without either his or her consent by other people. So Andrew Johns said, the players get enough attention and you can talk to them until you're blue in the face. But by nature, yes, by nature, by nature, these guys who play this tough collision sport are risk takers, are risk takers. Throw in a heap of drink they're young guys. It's just natural. They're going to be out and about. And if they sing in, and if they're single, they want to meet girls. Throw that all in, and logic goes out the window. <sighs> For him to say that this type of toxicity and behavior that's happening in the in the in NRL 
is just by nature because these men are risk takers because they play a tough collision sport what what are you kidding me it's by nature i don't i don't you do realize that's like literally contradicting yourself if it's by nature then maybe change the nature that they're in which is the nrl if it's the quote-unquote nature of it all that's causing this type of behavior maybe we need to do something about that nature about where they about the environments that they're in like and then for him to also say that logic just goes out the window you i'm so pissed off and not only that not only that not only that he then suggested that maybe these men need minders so he thinks so these men don't fuck up and assault women assault women they need minders they need security guards like essentially it'd be security guards not to to protect the men from other people but protect the people from the men how is this how is this okay this isn't something that we should just think is the norm or that is acceptable this isn't something that we should just be like oh it is what it is oh it's nature oh you know they're playing a tough collision sport they're risk takers you know they take a risk by assaulting people no that's not okay that's not okay bungee jump instructors skydiving instructors or stunts people they're risk takers but that doesn't mean that you know they take the risk of assaulting people no i don't give a fuck don't fucking say because they play a risk-taking sport that it's just that it's just natural for them it's just natural for them to assault people and to do such stupid shit and obviously it's not just the assaulting as well these so many players have been accused of using drugs have been of being violent to people especially outside bars and strip clubs like it's just i think what it is not only is it the nature and the toxicity of it all but also because they're put on such a pedestal that they just not only do they think they can get away with everything they do get away with everything and it needs to change it needs to change this whole toxic environment just needs to change because otherwise we're just going to have more stories of more women coming forward and telling their stories of how that they were sexually abused by these players and we just continue to look at these players as nrl superstars it's just it's just not on i'm just tired of it and i feel like we're just having the same conversations over and over again like i really do hope that there is change but similar with parliament what's happening there and similar with just in general the behavior about sexual assault in general around australia i know it's going to take time but there's something really really wrong with what's with what is happening in some of these sports and how these men put on pedestals are just seen as these gods that can just do anything they want I think we need to really change that. Anyway, that is it for today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club podcast. Sorry, I ranted a bit. Um, I did try to put it in a little schedule, like had it planned out. I don't know how it turned out, but let me know. But anyway, I really, I really appreciate you all listening to this episode, listening to me rant for Rant Tuesday about this very important topic about the toxicity of 
So if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review. Every share, every rating, every review helps grow this independent platform. If you want more content, more stories from the Nasty Woman Club, I am on Instagram at the Nasty Woman Club. And also make sure you check out the website, thenastywomanclub.com. Anyway, I will be in your ears again on, not Thursday, I was about to say Thursday, on Friday for my Let's Chat interview series coming out this Friday. It's going to be a good one. I'm very excited for it. Anyway, that is enough from me today. I'm your host, Demi Lynch. Stay nasty, everyone. <laughs>